This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Holy moly, as you might have heard Terry Shintz just mentioned, the Dow is down 962, the TSX down 270 or 287 that is. We've seen this nosedive this morning, um, mostly in the news, on the news of the surge in uh, COVID-19 cases, South Korea and Northern Italy, both. But whenever there is something taking place in the markets, we want to talk to the man who talks markets each and every weekend here on the Chorus Radio Network. Of course, I'm talking about Michael Campbell, the host of Money Talks, 8.30 a.m. here in B.C. and across the Chorus Network. Uh, Michael, thanks for taking a moment out of your uh, day for us here. And you're right. It's quite a busy one. I mean, uh, we've been talking about this. Uh, One of the backgrounds or context that we have to appreciate, though, is that the markets have been making all-time highs. So they're always looking for an excuse to take some of that profit. And I agree with you. It's COVID-19 has certainly provided that excuse when the escalation went sort of, we are complacent about it in the stock market in North America. And then the perception started to be, oh, my gosh, maybe it's not what we perceive because of the spread in Iran, because of northern Italy's lockdown, because of uh, the impact in South Korea, that kind of stuff. And so the market uh, started to pay attention, certainly on Friday, and has uh, followed suit in spades right now. But again, if we were at a market low, I suspect that we wouldn't see this size of number. But we're at a market high, especially in the U.S., and that's why you're seeing people go, you know what? There's uncertainty out here. I'm going to take some profits. And of course, that means selling. Right. And I like the way you put this into context. That's why we always do check in with you, because when we're like, oh, my gosh, it's down almost a thousand points. And then we're but, but wait, that's three point one seven percent of twenty eight thousand seventy three point three six. I mean, that's a that's a huge high number for the Dow in general. Well, our you know, we've been talking about precisely these kind of events on Money Talks because our target literally over 10 years ago was 30,000 on the Dow as the first major obstacle. So I'm fascinated to see if that will prove to be the case. We got over 29,000. I did, you know, a lot of broadcasting about that mm-hmm. saying, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm nervous. And I recommended that people have a long look at their portfolios uh, and do it in advance of this kind of thing. You know, take some profits, make sure you're not overexposed. But there's a lot going on here, though. And I mean, one of the big things that sort of grabbed the market's attention, because it was interesting to see, other than one down day in the last sort of three, four weeks, the market had pretty much shrugged off the the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. They hadn't done that, by the way, in Hong Kong. The market's there, the market's in Shanghai, that kind of stuff. But in North America, it had been a pretty big shrug. Uh, you know, gold went way up, though, and we saw money coming into the bond market, which is why interest, you know, when money goes into the bond market, interest rates go down. That's why we got a mortgage reduction about a week ago in the five-year fixed-term mortgage. But what I thought was interesting is when Apple came out, uh, I think it was Monday, Tuesday last week, and said, you know what, we can't even predict what the second quarter earnings are going to look like because we don't know the degree of the supply chain um, disruptions here. And that's one of the keys. That's why the market's paying attention. They're not, the market you know, at this point is not going to be worried about 200 cases here or this case. They're worried about supply and change disruptions. And Apple came right out and said it. And of course, it's one of the leading stocks in the world, has tremendous focus. And then you start realizing, well, the entire semiconductor industry gets about 29% of their revenues from China. Well, that's certainly going to be disrupted. You know, uh, other, you know, tech hardware is going to be disrupted. And you start seeing That's what I think brought to a lot of investors' attention that maybe this is more serious because, hey, if you can't get parts, you can't manufacture. And then you get news out of South, you know, it was, uh, I think it was South Korea that said, you know, Samsung said, you know what, we're going to close a couple factories here. 
We already know about the factory closings in China. So that's what it's all sort of unraveled uh, at this point and grabbed people's attention because it will have certainly an impact on the earnings of several companies. So where's gold at right now? Well, it's it's been just making the ever higher and it's part of that safety trade, uh, you know, gold, U.S. dollar and U.S. bonds, all part of the same sentiment, which is I want safety right now. And gold had already been in an uptrend. Uh, you know, it had sort of broken. We go back a year. It's been it's been a year to 14 months. It's been a pretty clear, you know, uptrend at this point. So then it breaks out and, you know, as I say, it's just momentum, big move today. Again, not surprising. It's going opposite right now to what the stock market's doing. And by the way, same with the bonds. It's been a huge move. We have a, you know, the 30-year bonds in the States, it's an all-time low. Uh, We're looking at 10-year bonds, you know, threatening the all-time low. You know, you can borrow, the U.S. government can borrow money for 10 years at 1.4% or less. You know, it's crazy. Uh, borrow for 30 years. We'll give it to you for under 2%. Per, you know, you can, yeah. you'll get under 2%. So it's all of these things. You're absolutely right. It's gold, but it's interest rates. And look at the U.S. dollar, strong against everybody, including Canada. So obviously, we're catching up with you at the airport because we can hear the announcements yes. happening behind you. Thank you so much for squeezing us in here. I'm going to just keep you for a couple more minutes because yeah. I want your take on the person that's sitting in front of their computer that's doing their own trading or managing their mm-hmm. portfolio, and they're white-knuckling it right now what should they do or not do well first of all i'd like to say i'm still long-term bullish on the market uh, we had the world outlook conference so a huge crowd uh, about two weeks ago and every one of the analysts and i choose analysts with great track records that's what i love about this business is when you you, you know when you're on the air and you're talking politics with people you know it's, here's my opinion there's their opinion that kind of stuff no but when you talk about economics and finance you'll get a scorecard soon enough mm. and the scorecard is every one of those analysts said you've got to be ready for a correction at this point not and the timing changed it was all everybody said yes within 2020 but whether it was going to come within two weeks uh, by the way, which was our prediction on Money Talks, that you're coming into a panic cycle in, in our modeling here, uh, you know, with Martin Armstrong. And so we thought it might be shorter. But you know what? I'm still a long-term bull. And so you have to decide, are you a trader or are you a, you know, an investor? And then, as I say, investors should have been reviewing their portfolio. And it's not just hindsight. You should, you know, you have a big up, uh, run up. You should be reviewing your portfolio and making sure that you haven't become overexposed. Um, but I think investors, I mean, it's, in quotes, always a bad time to, you know, to panic if you're an investor. But a lot of us make this mistake of start thinking like we're traders. You know, mm-hmm. we're not. Mm-mm. But we sort of, so we want to get the top or we want to pick the bottom. That's what a trader is more likely to do. I mean, good traders also don't concern themselves. But so, yeah, I think people have to relax here. I don't think this was a big surprise. Uh, you know, you should always be reviewing your portfolio and see if you've got too much risk. But come on, we have had this magnificent, you know, if we were talking, Jody, December 2018, so whatever that is, 14 months ago, uh, we would have been looking at a 22,000 Dow, not a 29,000 plus Dow. Right. So we've only given given away pretty much what we've gained this year. Uh, so again, Perspective. Yeah, it's very important that, that not much is happening. I'll tell you this. We get more weakness. All I can tell you is on a personal level, I'll be a buyer. You know, I'm, I, cause I'm still a long-term bull. So I welcome someone saying, 
hey, you want to be in the market? I'll give you a better price. And, and here's go, your opportunity. You. Right. Because when yeah. the, when it falls and then people are sell, 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 it's like, well, I don't pick up some of that at a lower than I thought I would. I'll pick up some of that over there because I've done yeah. my research and my due diligence on those stocks that I'm going to be moving. Exactly. Yeah. So you talk to your financial advisor. But again, keep in mind that we've had such a strong run up. It's not unusual to give back about 50% of what you've just run up. Yeah. So, hey, we gave back 950, 1,000 points today. There should be, you know, we'll see if there's a little more to come or we'll see if the bargain hunters jump right in tomorrow morning. Yeah. Well, Michael Campbell, we always enjoy your perspective. Thank you very much for doing this. And of course, we'll be tuned in on Saturday at 8.30 for Money yeah, Talks. we'll have nothing. We'll have nothing, a ton to talk about. Just, nothing to I'll talk just tell about. You this. <laughs> yeah. There's no worry when you're at the... Oh, he was just going to tell us that and then we lose him on his tie line. That's okay. He's at the airport working so hard. That is Michael Campbell from Money Talks. I, he hooked me though. I really want to know what he was going to say.